Hey y'all. Happy here. New Year. Is that your Kermit impression? <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> I just, I don't know what happened there. I don't know. Happy not, New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. We're uh, we're officially 2020 and right? Yes. Do we say it like that? No. I don't think so. We're in 2020 with a crickety table. Can you hear the crickety table? They can hear it. We need a new table. Or maybe we just need to eliminate the table altogether. I don't know. Anyway, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about our, we're going to talk about goals again, but there are 2020 relationship goals. Right. Some of them. I mean, we, we started in on it. and We're going to share some of our relationship goals. Some of them. We can't share all of them because, you know, some things have got to be a secret. Some things cannot be revealed right. to the general public. Exactly. So we're going to keep keep a few things. Because I think people normally, when they set goals for the new year, they set them just for themselves. I'm not sure. And I'm not even sure we have ever in the past really sat down as a couple and set goals for our relationship necessarily. I don't think we have. Like, I don't think we've ever taken our relationship that seriously. So. Well, obviously we have. <laughs> we've been together for a hot minute. I'm kidding. But I'm just saying but, we haven't sat down and said, here's what we want to improve on our relationship. Right. Let's let's get, you know, here's some strengths and weaknesses. And we're not going to like this. We're not going to beat each other up because we could just do the whole podcast of Ange basically listing my weaknesses. Whatever. And, uh, I but have, my strengths, they're really good strengths. I they have me up. plenty of weaknesses. Everybody does. I think that's the whole thing about everybody needing to set goals, but... I think what you and me talked about the other day is everybody jumps into the new year with crazy goals. Right. Right. They're like, I'm going to crush to 2020. I'm going to kill it this year. I'm going to lose 400 pounds or I'm going to run 16 marathons or I, and they've never run a marathon before. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy stuff. That's not crazy. I'm not saying you can't do it. Right. But I think it was a guy I follow. His name's Aubrey Marcus. He owns On It. He's one of the owners of On It, and he's he's got a podcast. But he's also he he does Instagram like everybody else. So he has stuff on there. And he said that he said every time you don't keep a promise to yourself, right, you lose confidence. And I don't know that he said it said like subconsciously or anything like that, but it is true. Oh, for when sure. When you set yourself up, and then you don't follow through. Even if it has nothing to do with other people losing confidence in you, you having confidence in you is most important Yeah. for everybody that counts on you. You feel a certain type of way about yourself right. if you don't reach that goal that you set for yourself. I mean, I did it last year. I set a goal to do 10 unassisted pull-ups in t- 2019. I got to seven. I got stuck. Your booty's so big, though. I don't know I, how you plan on getting Oh, my gosh. Time. I got to seven. I got stuck. I couldn't get past it. My form got... And I, you know what? I just, I just quit. I just stop working on the goal, and that makes you mad. And it should, I guess, to an extent. I shouldn't have quit. I should have readjusted my um, way of going about it. I should have trained a little differently. But then I thought about it. I was like, why does this even matter? I don't really care. I mean, I... I, Well, that's a good example, though, because I think a lot of people do that with things like just simply working out. You know, Mm -hmm. they'll they'll go in and they'll say, I'm going to lose this much weight. And they'll actually stick with it for four months. Mm-hmm. And they're like, screw this. Why does it even matter? I'm not losing any weight, nothing. It's because they didn't adjust. They, they weren't really motivated right. the right way. Right. Just and like you're not really motivated to do pull-ups. Yeah. It's not 
I, a big deal. I, there's For yeah, it's not like I'm trying to. Use no, it was just to make a point to myself. Right. But anyway. Are you, so you're going to do that this year? No, I have not set any type of uh, physical goals for myself this year. I mean, I haven't. I, I think I'm more focused on my I can business. Set, I can set some physical goals Business for goals. I've set uh, goals for our relationship, and I've set goals for... This podcast. The podcast. Yeah, that's about all the goals I set physically. I mean, I, I'm just always going to keep working how I work. Because no matter what goals I set for myself physically... Um, I go off track and do something entirely different. So I'm just going to see what my body does this year. I'm going to keep working Me hard too. in the gym. I'm going to keep lifting heavy and uh, we'll see what happens. So that's my only goals I have for my body. But back to what we were talking about, our relationship, relationship goals. goals. Right. What I was saying is set attainable goals, people. Like that's, that's attainable. the thing for us in our relationship. We talked about it and it's like, I, I don't know. There's no numbers. It's not like people might think like quantity, like, okay, we're going to have sex four times a week. Right. You know, we got to do that. Check it off. That's, that's, a, that's a bad thing. I mean, it took, guys, it takes a long time to figure out that quality is better than quantity. And then when you focus more on quality, you get more quantity. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's weird how the world works. But, and two, you got to wait till the ladies get to about the mid 30s. And then you're like, whoa, oh let's goodness. slow down a little bit. Um, anyway. But, so is that one of your goals? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Because, I mean, no, no, we no, talked no, about no. our goals, and no, I no. never Those, remember that Nothing, Nothing like that is part of relationship goals. Nothing. Ours, at least. We have a great physical chemistry, I think. I agree. That was slow coming. I'm sorry. I, I was. That's what <laughs> she said. <laughs> I, I was looking something up. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that, that was, I was, I was. I was looking for some kind of response. No, really, though. I think we've always had that. And, and you've got to have that, but you've also got to be compatible in a lot of other ways. The thing is, is sometimes, like we talked about, we're so compatible and we're such a good team that we forget to do the extra, the little things that make right. each other feel special. I think it's normal, but I mean, I know for me as a guy, it's really easy for me to get in that, that groove. You get of, comfortable. You get comfy and you're like, well, we're in the same room every night. We're watching TV every night. And that's what I've told someone. It's, it's like every night me and Ange go and we chill. We might not talk. She might be on her phone doing her Instagram or doing her business stuff and watching TV, and I'm drawing. And so we watch TV from, like, 9, 9.30, whenever we finally sit down, to 11 or whenever we're tired or go to bed, you know. But we're changing that up. This is one of our That's goals. That's why I was laying that groundwork of what we used to do. Yes. It's changing up, so we've, we've decided. We've decided to connect more. Right. Intimately. And no, get your head out of the gutters. Okay, coming from JMR over here, whose head that, well, resides will, in the gutter. It will, there will be, it, there'll be opportunities to connect that way too, but we've decided to go from, okay, whatever time we can get to chill time is what we call it, when it's just me and you. Right, which is usually between 8 and 9, somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, somewhere in there. So we'll get some wine, we'll chill, we'll watch our favorite show or two. So we give ourselves an hour, hour and a half, 10 o'clock. Is when we we're gonna we're gonna commit to connecting every single night. It's our curfew. Ten o'clock's our, our curfew. curfew. So what happens at that point at ten o'clock is we whatever show we're watching, we stop that show or we finish that show, we flip it over and we turn music on, we play a game, we play cards, 
we sit and talk, but it has to be something where we're connecting. Right. Our phones we, are down. I mean, not we, off we, but stupid we're not like that. On but, them. but we're not, I'm not we on Instagram, on Snapchat. Yes. It could be talking about this podcast. It could be talking about, you know, doing things with friends. It could be doing, it's, but it's connecting more at a, like as you're winding your night down. Yeah. I think that's important. And I'm, I'm excited to start that. I think, I think it'll be good. I think, I think it'll be really good. I do too. I like it. That's just for us again because you know everybody's well, different, but yeah, but I think that's going to help. Agreed on that, you know. That's something like to we've been doing this, like we've been doing it even more so. We actually we have, yeah. We have we the last month, I'd say. It's been insane with Christmas and with everything going. We sat by the fire a lot together, and it's like we all of a sudden we realized it's been a week and we have not we're out of our routine we haven't we haven't even turned the tv on no just music and fire and chilling so we're just sitting there we're on our phones we're look, we're watching tiktoks or we're laughing at stuff together or whatever but it's like we're both sitting in front of the fire just just kicking it and talking it's like we're connecting i feel right. so much more connected right than when we went to zombie mode yeah and we we have recently if you're on our on our social media at all you probably saw this but we rearranged mm. our bedroom we have a pretty good sized bedroom we rearranged it and then i got this idea of stringing up lights like you string up lights outside like zigzag you know those white you know white outdoor lights uh and we did that all over our ceiling and it is amazing it just kind of sets a tone and sets a mood and there's a few other things that we're going to do to it just to kind of like romantic what's what's the word romantic it up make it more romantic kind of like make you it more know intimate intimate peaceful just like you want to just take a deep breath and decompress from the day and i like that because when we're out in the family room which you guys know how this is. Well, I mean, maybe you don't. I don't know. I don't know how your family room is. But ours is open. So when we're in the family room, if any of our kids walk out of their rooms, they're, like, right there in our faces. Right? Because they got to come out of the down. kitchen. Right. They can look, they can look over the railing, and there we are. Which, of course, we love our kids. But, you know, there's some point that it just makes it harder for them to, like, actually knock on our door and come in when we're in our bedroom. So if you don't give yourself time. And I know there's a lot of people, especially with smaller kids, that, you know, they don't even have, you know, and each to each their own. If your kids sleep with you, fine. No biggie. Whatever. But I'm just saying you need a space. You need a spot in your house, even if it's not your own room, even if it's not your own bed. But where you go by yourself or as a couple and your kids know that this is kind of your time, even if they're little, you can explain to them when they're little, when mommy and daddy are in this area or when mommy's in this area, when dad's in this area, it's kind of our time. It's our playtime and we need to be left alone. Now I know that when kids are a little, they might not, but if you try to teach them early, they'll know, okay, when they're, you know, when mom's in her room and the door's closed, I'm only going to knock on this door if I really need something because you've got to have your own space in your house. You do. Right? It's important. It's important to have your space. And to, yeah. I mean, we never, I mean, like I said, to each their own. But we, we, Jeff and I agreed on the rule way back when we had kids that our kids will never sleep with us. Now, I have, there's people who are like, that's the craziest thing ever. That's my favorite time. And if that's you, perfect. That's you. Sure. Yeah. Right? That's you. I totally get it. Especially if your kid, you know, has been sick. If your kid maybe is, uh, has a certain fear or if you're a single parent or if it's just something you'd like to do as a couple. But for me and Jeff, we decided that they would never sleep with us, ever. Now, our I think, kids have never been in our bed. I think Brooke was one time because she had RSV and was hospitalized, and then when we brought her home, 
she was still in kind of a not great condition. So I think I let her sleep with me a couple of times, but here's what we did. So don't get me wrong. I'm not a cold mom. I would go sleep in their bed, right? If they were really sick, right. if they were really scared, if they really needed me and they came to get me, you're not in fact allowed in my bed, but I will come to your bed, scoot over and I will sleep with you tonight, you know, but it wasn't an every night thing or I'll sleep on the floor and I'm not leaving until you're asleep, you know, everything's fine or you feel better. Right. I don't know where I got from this tangent. Well, I think when you have but, kids though, when you first have kids, the thing that we, I mean, you don't have anything to yourself anymore when they're little, right? You have no space. Right. That's why you have to so make you have it. To say, we're, this, this, this one little square spot that we sleep on. Right. To this day, ask them. They would never think of jumping in our bed, even not like Heck to goof no. off. It's just space that's not available. Right. Like now. you said, this square is our square. That's and the whole entire house. Yeah. We can we can cuddle on the couch all together yes. on a Saturday morning. Yes. That kind of stuff. If we want to but, camp out in the family room with tents. Cool. But you're not going to get in my bed. That's just the way it is. Just, just for us. But what was I saying? I mean, some yeah. parents can't even go. And I remember these days, can't even go to the bathroom without their kid knocking on the door. Like, Bleh. like there's no privacy. There's no space, especially when they're little. So just make that for yourself. And that's kind of what we did with our room. We kind of made this our space. You know, the, of course, the kids come in and, and chill with us for a while. But then there are times where I kick them out. And you may think that's really mean. Your kids want to hang out with you and you're kicking them out. I hung out with them for 45 minutes sooner. I have to have my time with with Jeff in order to have our family dynamics the way that we have them. And I think our kids appreciate that. We're a partnership. We're the right. CEOs of this, this organization. We have to be on the... So we, we have, have to, to have, to have our meetings. Together, so to speak. <laughs> yes, we. but... And that's one thing... Like the, when I, when we set these goals, we were talking about these goals, and we we did our room as part of setting up the goals for this year. Really, they're not goals; they're commitments that we're making. True, that's we're a making good point. Twenty twenty commitment to each other to get closer to strengthen our relationship because when you've been together since you were fifteen, you kind of start thinking you have it figured out, and you kind of get weak because you you know what I mean. Well, yeah, because you figure the other person's going to be there no matter what, and you get lazy is what you get. We get lazy. And then now we both realize that over the last year, it's like, gosh, it wasn't like it's a, it was a terrible year, a rough year. But it's, we realize in the last several months, it's like we aren't as tight as we should be. We're not connected. We're not connected. It's like we weren't. We both recognized we're not on the same level. And that's it, weird it, for us. It's just like you. It's just like you have this, this comfy chair that you've had. You've had this recliner chair for years, and it's broke into you. It fits you like a glove, and you get down in it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I can't say anything. <laughs> you get all comfortable in this chair, and sometimes you know it's like, oh my gosh, I can't even get up. And it's like somebody help me up. Hey, give me your hand. You, I pull me out of this chair. I'm like sinking down in it because it's so comfy. It's you're so, right. And that's kind of how I think I feel like relationships get, you get so comfortable in knowing and, and having, and, you know, knowing that person's not going anywhere, at least in our case, that you just get too comfortable and you stop doing the things that you used to do that got you all together in the first place, which leads Shoot. me to the next commitment. Just speaking up though, before you go there, it's just like that. I think that's one that everybody falls into for me. I think all these things about you, or I think I appreciate you, right? I appreciate things you do, or I think you're amazing, either whether it be amazing mom or amazing cook or amazing at whatever, at motivating me or making me feel special. But I don't, but you get into that, like, 
where I wasn't telling you those things. Right. They'd come into my head. I would be four feet from you. Right. And I wouldn't let them come out of my mouth. And I'm like, ah, she's good. She knows. Well, yeah. So you're thinking, right. oh, she knows. There's she no, knows. There's, but it, it's just so nice to hear those random things out of the but blue. But do like, you, know you know what I mean? Anymore. Well, if, I mean. You know what I mean? If nobody tells you, if you, if you don't get somebody that takes the effort to at least show you. And that's something I, I'm pointing at myself on. I feel like I'd know. I feel like I people, I feel like you would know. But it's just. Like, you know, deep down inside, like if somebody came up to me and said, Jeff doesn't love you anymore. He doesn't feel the same. I'll be like, whatever, you're, you're, you're bullcrapping me true. right now. Very I true. know that he does. Yeah, for but a, yeah. it's still nice to hear. Very nice to hear. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with the kids. I mean, I tell them I love them all the time, but I'm just saying, like, if you didn't, of course your kids are going to know you. You love them. But do you do anything, go out of your way to make them, like, say it in a different way? Send them a little text, you know, send them a quote or just out of the blue, give them a random hug, not just when they're going to school, but just when they're sitting on the couch. You know what I mean? Just those little things that are out of the blue that are a little bit different. Right. To let the person know, oh, wow, that was nice. It feels amazing. You know, yes. so... um but yes, but which leads me to, how, which I'm excited about this one, but I feel like you're going to be better at, ow, this, wow. I just pinched my nose. What you doing there? Man, is it going to bleed? I'm so sick of this nose piercing. Yeah, it's been a pain. Um, it looks like you're picking your nose No, is it bleeding? I didn't know. Is it bleeding? I just scratched it. No, it's oh, not bleeding. We're good. I think I might be healed. Anyway, I think you're going to be better at this commitment than me, but we made a commitment to try. I'm going to be. This is a big one for me. This is a big one. I think it's going to be hard to try to, um treat each other like we're dating again. Yes. Like back in the day. Now I know life gets hectic, life gets in the way we have stresses that we did not have when we were 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, before we had kids, whatever, before we had jobs. I get that. We're way more stressed now, but just trying to make it an effort to go in that direction, whether it's hold hands more or I don't know, like just goof off together. Like, yeah, like flirt. we did at the gym yesterday, or we were sitting in the side room being goofy and making TikToks. Yeah, and that's why we're doing TikToks because that brings us together. Now, y'all that are, if you watch them and you think, what are they doing? They're crazy. We're being idiots together because it, 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 it binds right. us together. That's how it's we've bonding. always been. And it's just like, let's do this thing. And, you know, it's fun. Right. So, anyway, but things like that. Um, going on random dates or making an effort to go places. And this is another one that we're trying to commit to is going places that we haven't gone before. We, what did we do? We committed to taking trips, three, three, three trips this year, minimum, minimum of three and low key but trips. Just us, you and me not going to places. We'll take more trips than that, but these trips are more for you and me to be away somewhere. Just you. Right. And me. No kids, no friends, we're not no going parents. To stay with friends or meet up with right. friends or go with friends, but we will do those trips. Sure. They'll just not be this commitment is we're going out of town three times this year. Just you and me place. We haven't been before. Right. And we're planning on January because it's, it's January, by the way, everyone. It is January. It's my birthday month, so you'll be hearing a lot about that. But one in January, one in May, Jeff's birthday, and then again in, in the fall. But um, and they need to be places that we haven't been before so we can discover them new. So 2020 is kind of a year of new for us. I want everything to be kind of new. So New us. Dating. Yes. But I think what you said there, that's one thing like I could get into and talk to because I think the way we're programmed from children, men and women's roles, it's kind of... Like, we're set up for, I don't know, it's easy. The, the man's expected to be more romantic. The man's expected to mm -hmm. be more dating. And the woman's sure. expected to be more sexual. If you do that, then you don't have to do anything else. Right. Right? The, the woman has this thing in her head that she's been taught that, that 
guys are always going to want this from you. So you got this magic key or this magic coin where all you have to do is do this so every so often mm-hmm. and you don't have to do anything else. Yeah. Right? You don't have to. And, I, and I, I'm not saying that's the way it is for me or for most men out there. I'm just saying that's in the back of the head like, well, I'm, he's getting it this week. He's got it three times this week. What could he be upset about? I don't need to baby him. I don't need to rub his back. I don't right. need to tell him how special he is or how amazing. You know, and right. I think some men are more needy than others. But I think, like me personally, like the, the sweet things you've done for me lately, over the last few months, like the nice things, the, that they mean, and I know that sounds crazy to say they mean more or they hit, they hit, how do they say it? Hit it, different. It hit different. It hit different. Than the sex, because we've got such a good physical connection. I, I, I can't. I, Twenty eight years, I can't count on one hand the awkward sexual experience we've had where it hasn't been fine. Right. Because even if it got weird, like when stuff happens, it's, <laughs> it's funny or something. We we will laugh or or something. But we usually do what we need to do, and we have a good time, and it's it, it usually turns out real well. <laughs> For me, anyway. But anyway, so those I'm just saying from a, from a, like from a guy to a woman, when you do the things that you want done to you, those romantic things like those stupid little notes or those little like just a simple little note or something like that I've done or that you've done for me. Yeah. It's like it warms you. Right, and it costs nothing. It's stupid. It's like when you slide by me and at Thanksgiving and you sit on the chair, the side of the chair that I'm on and you start rubbing my neck. That right there just lights me up for a while. Right. You know, so, but we take it for granted. Neither of us, you know, we, you get into the routine of, it's 8.30, I'm going to sit here in this chair, she's going to sit in that <laughs> chair, and I'm going to use the remote, and I'm going to say, you want to watch this show or this show? She's going to say, I don't care. And right. then we're going to turn Especially it on. Especially me, because I'm a routine-oriented right. person, and that's why I said, what I said a second ago, is, is I think that the, act like, you know, treat each other like we're dating again, it's probably going to be a little bit easier for you because I get in a routine and I don't stray from it. I am so predictable. It's ridiculous. Like, I mean, you are I really park in the same parking spot. Yeah, you, you, I go to Starbucks almost the same time every day. I mean, I, 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 I order the same thing every day. I, you're so, you, you're so easy for a stalker to lack, latch onto as if you have. I, I mean, it's just super easy for those stalkers out there. I can't help you it. Just stay on the same track in order to find. But you. I can't help it. It's like, and in, in, even in instances where you're saying you're gonna have to switch it up to because of whatever reason, I can't. Right. I have a problem. Yeah. yeah. So, I, but I'm gonna have to try to really cognizantly think of you know doing those things. Oh, and another thing, let's talk about how. Talk about the reminder that you had to put in your phone. Oh gosh! Which a lot of when women might get. When you saw that, get, I thought you'd be pissed. No, I have it was a few sweet. of those that it you was, haven't throughout the day, like every day. It was sweet. Some women will get pissed because they're like, ah, "You have a reminder in your phone. You should know to do that automatically." No, I get it. I get it because I forget everything if it's not my phone. So anyway, right. share that. What like what you had in your phone? Have in your phone. Well, some things that maybe other men don't have this problem, but we identified some of my weaknesses. Said we weren't going to get into these. But one of my weaknesses is I get comfortable, and that's the problem. We've talked about this from working out to your job to, to, to personal goals to fitness goals is for some reason we're programmed to get to a place where we can rest. We're programmed to not struggle anymore. We're programmed to not have to work for it. We're programmed to not 
to not feel pain or get to a place where we can just just cruise. And in a relationship, that's so detrimental to get to a place where you just cruise. And where I'm weak and where I, I'm, I get too lazy is connecting emotionally with you. And I don't know if a lot of guys have that same problem, but it's to the point where I, I've even overthought it, where do I even know what connecting emotionally is? And I think I'm doing better at it, but that's a commitment for me going into the new year. And what Ange is talking about is I have a reminder that pops up on my phone that says, Give Ange the E. <laughs> See what he did so there? So I changed it from Give Ange the D. No, but it's, it pops up, and I know that's silly. But I'm telling you people, I know my weaknesses and I know that I can slide right back in a habit of not feeding her what she needs. And the reason that is, is because she's not a bitch. Well, she's not going to call me out constantly. She's going to be okay and she's going to get through. But you know what? I remember it was Mike that had that on his story that really spoke to me. And it shouldn't be that this way. And we can say it shouldn't be this way. But Mike Chandler had it on his story, and it was a podcast that he was playing the audio to, and video, I guess. But it was Why Women Cheat. And I think it's really just why people cheat. And what it was is you get in this relationship, and you get comfortable with someone, and you've been married to them for a while, you've been dating them for a while, and you say, I've killed myself all day. I should be able to sit down at 9 o'clock at night and watch this show or get on my phone and be there with her, and that should be enough. Well, while you're sitting there watching that show, the guy, the neighbor, the single neighbor guy that's had his eye on your girl, he's thinking of ways to connect with her. He's being romantic. The guy at the gym, the guy at Taco Bell, I don't know, wherever her routine takes her, there's somebody that might fulfill that spot where you're thinking, I'm entitled to this, right? That's a problem with us. Is I'm in, I've, right. Look, I've been with you for 20 years. I should never have to worry about you ever going anywhere else or need anything else from anybody else. But the fact is, is we all have needs. And you know what? We can flip this so the guys understand. And if a woman comes home after working all day, dealing with kids, crappy diapers, or just teenage issues, and then you expect her to come in at 1030 after sitting with her crying daughter and get naked for you. You know what I mean? Right. And she's... but But... I, I did that wrong because I'm beating up on the guy again. Yeah. What I meant to say is... You s- flip it. You need to still come in and get naked for me. <laughs> <laughs> because you can't you because can't go I weeks and weeks and weeks and say... Because you always will have an excuse right. why you deserve right. not to get in that kind of zone with someone. I mean, you're going to have days and times where it's... Absolutely. But I mean, what I think what you're talking about is, is getting into a rut of doing that. Right. Right, because you're always, you know, I'm always going to have... You know, the girls are always going to probably come to me with issues. We're going to have that. You're always going to be busy at work and be stressed at work. So you get there's, yes, you're going to have bad days, but you can't let it consume you and take over you to where you lose sight of what your partner needs. Right. Because we can all lie to ourselves and say, well, I've been with her and I, it doesn't matter. She should understand that I'm tired. And I do. And I would, as would you, would. you but. But there's still traps out there, people. There's traps. There's booby traps. There's no booby traps, literally <laughs> and figuratively speaking, booby traps, and you can you can fall on them. Yeah. So it's just it's just finding finding time to connect, finding different ways to connect, getting shaking. That's it why up. we're doing the ten o'clock thing. That's what we're trying. Right. And I was going to say, that's why because downstairs and the way we used to do it, people, if you can visualize this, is 
we have a, a, lo- a couch in our room, and it's bigger. So we both have our end table. So we're both on each. In our bedroom. In our bedroom. Right. So we both camp out, and I have, I have the one side, and right. I sit all the way by the arm. She sits all the way on the other side, and we have a footstool. Well, neither of us want to, like, scoot to the other one because we have our cups, you know. We're, we're leaning on that arm of the Right, house. so it's like we don't know where to set our cups. So I, I, I got a coffee table. I got rid of the arm. The, because I'm like, I, we've got to sit closer. We got at 10 o'clock when we're chilling and our phones are like put down and our music's on. I want to be able to touch each other. Right. I want to be there to hold hands, cuddle, wrestle, whatever we decide to do. We're going to wrestle? Yes, or maybe we'll just. You going to die? <laughs> you going to die? But seriously, yeah. you know, it's like. I know it, what you mean. So, so that we can move closer and not just be in our own space. And, and we're also, I don't know why we're sharing all this with you guys, but I'm looking forward to it. Another piece of furniture we're getting for our bedroom, which you promised me we were getting, is this big. I'm afraid you may retreat to it and just stay over there by yourself all the time. Why? I may, but um, when it's <coughs> time to time to get together. I, I I want one of those big round like pillow chairs. If y'all know what I'm talking about, they're like round and you can get in it. And it's like it's like a, it's like a pillow chair. We're getting one of those yeah. ASAP. We're getting one of those ASAP. ASAP because I I think that'll be a fun you know I don't know I just something different just shake it up think outside the box shake it up because you'll get you get in a rut and that's the worst thing for relationships is getting in a rut. Getting too comfortable doing the same things over and over and over again. Thinking you don't have to work. Thinking you don't have to be a little nervous. You should be a little you nervous. You should be a little nervous. You should I'm sorry, be a little but you worried. should. You think, you, oh, you should be comfortable and you should never have to. No. If you're not nervous and you're not you're not on edge a little bit, then, I, I mean, sorry, I just, yeah, you need to be. Just like your kids need to be a little scared of you, right? It's kind of the same thing. I'm not scared well, of right, you. Right, no, like, no, we're not scared of each other, but you've got to be like, hey, she's a, she's a, you're a gorgeous woman. You're a beautiful woman. You're fun. You're sexy. You're cute. You're gorgeous and Aww, cute. That's you. hard to get. And Keep going. you no, got a great personality. You're fun to be around. People like to talk to you. You talk to everybody. I mean, you got guys sliding in DM constantly. I'm nervous. All you have yeah. to do is take a minute to talk to somebody. You know what I'm saying? I understand. So me, I've I, my commitment is I'm going to, so we can get this going soon, I will break it off with all six of my side pieces. You'll do that for me? For you. Oh, that's so sweet. Six or seven. Six. At least six out of the seven. At, I think it's only six now. That's really sweet of you. I'm going to go you. ahead and do that. And wow. we can... We can really start connecting. You really are taking this thing seriously. I'm taking it so seriously. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any people sliding in my DM. If they are, it's like, sorry, bro, I didn't know. I thought you were somebody else. Or, no, it's like like a foreign girl. Yeah, it's a bot. You so hot? hot. Me hot? Or you touch me? Or something. I don't know. You know how they talk like. It's not even like a full sentence. These, These crazy ladies that slide into your DM and you look at their picture and you're like. Oh, and then you're like, no, that's not. Yeah, a real they're person. all. It's always a really good picture because they can't speak in a complete but sentence. But then it's it's a bot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bot. But of, hey, 
whatever, whatever floats your boat, I suppose. But right, anyway, yeah. but so those are our commitments. And I'm, I'm glad you changed the word from goals to commitments because I do like that because a commitment something that I think I take more seriously than a goal. A goal you let I mean, go. I do goals take goals not, seriously, no, but like we, not as much. It's not a goal, okay? We're going to make, we're going to change it to commit. We're committing to this. New to Year's getting better in these areas. I love it. And we didn't even really get deep into this as, as deep as we could. I know. So to speak. I know. But and there's, there's other there's things. More time. But this is good. This is a good, good talking point. I think we need to revisit. We will. And we'll, you know. Like to give an update on, hey. Right. We're not doing so good in this tw- area. 2020, you know, 2020 um, commitment, relationship commitments that we made to each other. Here's where we're at on them. Yeah. The 10 o'clock curfew deal, it's going well or it's not. You know, we've run right. out of things to say to each other. We don't like each other anymore. We've, we're getting divorced. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we will give an update and see. Um, we may just start going to bed at 10 o'clock. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I think this is good. Thanks for letting us spill our, spill our guts. And uh, Hey, make some. if you're in a relationship with anybody special, maybe a wife or a hubby, or a girlfriend. Or sit down. Or sit down and, and figure out how you're compatible or why you're not in some areas. And be honest with each other and be open and be willing to hear some things about yourself that you might not want to hear. But be honest with each other. I think that's the, the biggest thing that we did is there's some things that you said, you know, that you shared with me, ways that you were feeling that I didn't want to hear about myself. It's hard uh, to hear that stuff, right? It's yeah. hard to hear it. And I think it's important for people to know that, that what we did before we started this process is we committed to being completely honest with each other to right. better relationship. And we went away. Right. And we took a couple of weeks to kind of like, I mean, I made notes. Sure. You made notes. And then we right. sat down in a public area where we couldn't hurt each other. Right. That's what I was like just going to say. Like, go to Starbucks. We go, Starbucks. Don't, don't do it in your kitchen. No, because some of the things you said to me did. They made my neck swell. I know. It made me upset. It irritated me. Because we're so egocentric mm-hmm. that we we have an excuse for everything. But the excuses right. don't matter. The way you make people feel is the way you make people feel. Exactly. Or the things you lack are the things you lack. So when you've got a partner, they're supposed to help you get better in the areas you're not good at. Especially right. if it'll strengthen your relationship. And you've got mm-hmm. people that count on you like children. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. So Agree. the better we are the better everybody is around us. And I once I accepted that, literally within hours, I was like, okay, that didn't that wasn't about, that yeah. bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, that is me. Right. Yeah. I'm not good in that area. Right. Why do I tell myself I am? Right. It's brutal honesty. It's not tearing each other down. It's just being honest and open about what you need and, and you know what you each deserve. Each partner deserves what they need. Right, and I think we both did say that, though. We we were pretty good about not just saying, okay, here's a negative thing, but you're great at these things. So, you know. <coughs> no. I, and, and you know what the funny thing is, is you do, you look at it, you get frustrated because you go, okay, so let's say there's ten things on here. And and eight out of the ten are completely acceptable. Maybe you're, maybe you're not excellent in all eight, and maybe you're not horrible in all eight, but you're good, you're good in those eight. Yeah. But the two that you're not, it, it's like the small things that are that are that are right. negative right. really eat at you to say I'm bad I'm terrible I suck at this but you it's not that way it's right. you, you got to just take the things you got to cuz our strengths are our strengths 
but but the things that we can improve on and help each other at, and and the sad thing is, is those things are going to be things we really have to hold each other accountable with because yeah, because you're, we're going to slide right back into it when right. we get busy with the new year and kids get into crap. Well, and right, things happen. It's easy. It's easy to have strengths. There, you don't. Have, there's very rarely do you have to work on strengths, right? You're like you said, your strengths are your strengths. It's those weaknesses, and it's the same thing like within fitness that I tell my people. You got to get out there and work on your weaknesses as much as bad as you hate to. That's what you really got to work on, and I think that's true in relationships too. But anyway, I, we went off on another tangent, but it is what it is. It's all good. Tomorrow we go back to work on a normal schedule, and I'm not looking forward to that. So yeah. But it's a Thursday. But it's a Thursday, so, so we're good. Yes. All right. Good night, all. Bye.